This is episode 649 of the AWS podcast, released on January 27, 2024. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the official AWS podcast. Today, we are going to talk about an interesting new storage class in Amazon S3. So if you are a buckets lover, this one is for you. My name is Shruti Koparkar, and I am your host for today. And I'm joined by Shaki Holly. Welcome. Welcome to the show, Shaki. Thank you, Shruti. Nice to join you folks. Great. Well, Shaki, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about your role here at AWS? Sure. So I'm Shaki Hali. I'm a principal product manager with Amazon S3, and I'm right now focused on this new storage class that we launched about two weeks ago called Express One Zone. Excellent. Okay. So Amazon S3 is one of our oldest services. We actually celebrated its 17th birthday earlier this year. So tell us a little bit about this new storage class, Amazon S3 Express One Zone. How is it different or similar from existing storage classes? You know, what is it designed for? Right. So I want to take a step back to talk about how S3, you know, really makes it easy for customers to build applications that runs across hundreds of thousands of compute nodes that are accessing petabytes of data using the simple S3 API. And uh, the example of that is that applications such as machine learning training, analytics, they often create, you know, thousands of compute nodes to process their data very quickly. And to coordinate processing between compute nodes, these applications create and then simultaneously access these data sets with millions of requests in minutes. So to reduce query application runtime, customers told us they want to achieve single digit millisecond response times for requests to these data sets. So we launched S3 Express One Zone at reInvent this year to address this unmet need. Awesome. Awesome. So that is some really amazing performance. Can you tell us a little bit about what exactly is Amazon S3 Express One Zone and how is it achieving this sub millisecond performance or rather single digit millisecond performance? S3 Express One Zone is a high performance, single AZ availability zone that we call in AWS S3 storage class that is purpose built to deliver consistent single digit millisecond data access for customers, most latency sensitive applications. And S3 Express One Zone is the lowest latency storage class that is available today. And it has data access speeds that's up to like 10 times faster and with request costs up to 50% lower than S3 standard storage class today. It is an ideal storage class for applications that need fastest data access speed and highest performance for latency sensitive applications. And it is best suited for applications such as machine learning, training, inference, interactive analytics, and media content creation. And in terms of, I think your second question was like, what are the key features that we launch with the storage class that make the performance what it is? So Express One Zone is using a unique architecture underneath to optimize for performance and deliver this low consistent latency that we're talking about. It stores data on high performance hardware and its object protocol has been enhanced to streamline authentication and metadata overheads through a new fast authentication model that we launched with our new SDK. 
and additionally to further increase the access speed and support hundreds and thousands of requests per second for the request intensive applications that we're targeting data is stored in a new bucket type that we're launching with the storage class called amazon s3 directory buckets and so with s3 express one zone you can select a specific az within an aws region to store your data locally with your compute to get the lowest latency possible and optimize for performance with directory bucket and fast authentication module. Awesome. It sounds like there are three different things that you kind of alluded to, and I want to get back to those and double click on those in in just a bit. But before we do that, you also talked about some use cases like machine learning that this will be a really good fit for. Can you talk a little bit more about that, about like when would a customer or developer choose S3 Express One Zone versus some of the other storage classes? So in terms of use cases, really when you need latency, when you need high performance, which is often when compute is a bigger portion of your overall bill, is when you would want to choose a faster, low latency storage. And that's what S3 Express one zone strives to provide you. So really low latency, latency sensitive applications, machine learning applications that often run on very expensive GPU and compute are the ones that customers should look at when they're they're trying to use the storage class. Excellent. So you mentioned customers. Are any existing customers using S3 Express One Zone currently? And what are the type of results they have seen? Sure. Yeah. That's the most exciting part. I want to talk about two or three customers here. So the first one would be Pinterest. Pinterest uses advanced machine learning models to analyze billions of objects and personalize recommendations for its users. And machine learning at Pinterest is powered by large scale ML training log collection. And to accelerate the data ingestion and distribution of these logs at Pinterest, they have developed MemQ, which is the open source pub subsystem that powers their ML training data and leverages Amazon S3 for supercharging their data pipelines at tens of GB per second while staying cost efficient. And in their evaluation of S3 Express, one zone storage class with this MemQ, uh, system, they saw latency improvements of over 10x while also increasing their data processing transactions per second. And based on the performance improvement they've seen, Pinterest was able to significantly reduce their infrastructure costs by 40%. So that's their use case. Wow. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. And this is typically what we see, right? It's not just the performance benefit, but that also translates to cost savings. That's just great. How about some other customers? The other one to talk about is Ansatz Capital, which is like a quantitative trading firm. And in high frequency trading, they train their models continuously over extensive amounts of data, which is like time series data to stay updated with the latest in the financial markets. And they use S3 as a flexible data lake in their research ecosystem, which enables them to trade as quickly as possible. But the lower request latencies and high performance of Express One Zone storage class have made it possible for ANSATs to scale their models to deeper data granularity and with an overall 78% improvement on their workload speeds. So that's like a big business benefit for their firm. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. So, you know, we already have customers who are using this. Now for 
new customers, how do they get started with S3 Express One Zone? I know we briefly covered the, the fast authentication model that's automatically enabled in the SDK and the directory buckets. So, so customers can get started by creating an S3 directory bucket in an AZ of their choosing. So they can choose to co-locate their storage and compute in the same AZ to further optimize their performance. From a security standpoint, these directory buckets have S3 block public access on by default and ACLs disabled. So they don't have to worry about that. And then after creating a directory bucket, they can directly upload objects to S3 Express One Zone or copy objects from their S3 uh, you know, existing data lake storage classes into Express One Zone. And they can use import data functionality in the console to move their data into Express One Zone using S3 batch operations. And they can copy an entire bucket, prefix, or like subsets of their data within their data lake into this new directory bucket. Right. There were a lot of concepts there. So I'm going to double click on some of those. So you talked about a directory bucket. Tell us how S3 directory bucket is similar or different from a general purpose bucket that our customers you know, know and understand. Directory buckets currently, like we said, only allow objects that are stored in Express One Zone storage class. So that's like one differentiating factor to know about. And they're recommended for low latency use cases, right? So each directory bucket can support hundreds and thousands of transactions per second. And that's like independent of the number of directories or prefixes within the bucket. And then general purpose bucket, which is the classic traditional S3 buckets that customers been using so far, is the original S3 bucket type. And a single general purpose bucket can contain objects that are stored across storage classes, except S3 Express One Zone objects. And they're recommended for most use cases and access patterns. Got it. And then how do customers import data into this storage class? And what type of request rate performance do these S3 directory buckets support? So in terms of request rate, I'll, I'll like to cover that first because you're talking about directory bucket. Each S3 directory bucket can support hundreds of thousands of transactions per second independent of the number of directories within the bucket. So that means the way customers are running into 3,500 and 5,500 get and put TPS limits with S3 general purpose buckets today, they won't run into that with this because the scaling is at the bucket level. So that's something to note about the request rate performance. From a standpoint of how you can import data into these buckets that contain the new S3 Express One Zone storage class, you can import data from within the same AWS region into S3 Express One Zone storage class using console by using the import option when you create a directory bucket. This is a new launch again that we launched with S3 batch operations about two weeks ago. Import simplifies copying data into S3 directory buckets by letting you choose a prefix or a bucket to import data from within your classic S3 without having to specify all of the individual objects within inventory or batch operations that used to be like the traditional way of doing it but it's really a one-click way of importing all your objects into your directory bucket. So S3 batch operations copies the objects in the selected prefix or general purpose bucket, and you can monitor the progress of your import copy job through the S3 batch operations job details page on when the copy 
uh, operations are completed and you're ready to work with your data set within the directory bucket. Awesome. Now, the second thing I wanted to double click on is the number of availability zones in play. Across how many availability zones is this particular storage class storing the data and does it impact the durability? The way S3 achieves 11 nines of durability is by redundantly storing your data across three availability zones in regional S3. Now with this new storage class, objects are stored in a single availability zone that you choose. And then storing objects in one zone gives you the ability to obviously store your data local to your compute and minimize the latency. But then that data is redundantly stored three times within that AZ to achieve that 11 nines of data durability within the AZ. So now in the unlikely case of the loss or damage to all or part of an AWS availability zone, data in one zone storage class may be lost. So for example, events like fire and water damage could result in data loss. Apart from these type of events, one zone storage class, like I said, use similar engineering designs as regional storage classes to really protect your data from like independent disk, host, and rack level failures. And each are designed to deliver the 11 nines of data durability that we're talking about. Awesome. Now, you know, going back to some of the use cases that you talked about, machine learning being a prime example, how should developers plan for their applications throughput needs when using the S3 Express One Zone storage class? Because typically with training, um, you know, they have some really aggressive high throughput needs. And Express One Zone is designed with the new directory bucket type to address those high throughput needs. But it provides like similar high elastic throughput as other Amazon S3 storage classes. And Express is designed from the ground up to allow individual customers to burst throughput to very high aggregate levels. So like you were talking about machine learning, the machine learning model training applications can train against millions of objects and petabytes of data. And customers can achieve the highest performance by spreading these requests over separate connections to maximize the accessible bandwidth, which is something that they tend to do with S3 as well today. Right. Now, how is request authorization different with this class compared to the existing storage classes? Keeping in mind that performance is the biggest goal of the storage class, we thought about how should we streamline authentication to, to sort of support our performance goals. So with S3 Express One Zone, you authenticate and authorize requests through a new session-based mechanism, which is a new API that we are launching called S3 Create Session, which is optimized to provide the lowest latency. You can use Create Session to request temporary credentials from IAM that provide the low latency access to your bucket. And then these temporary credentials are scoped to a specific S3 directory bucket to authorize the subsequent requests that come in over that specific session. A session lasts for five minutes, after which we again go to IAM to win that token. And this mechanism helps us amortize that authorization-based latency over a given session, over a number of requests, and achieve the fastest performance possible. 
Awesome. Awesome. So I think those were the three things that I did want to double click on. And you covered them really well. The new directory bucket, the fact that this is all in one availability zone by design so that you are very close to your compute. And then finally, this fast authentication model. So that's great. Now, how will customers be charged for S3 Express One Zone? How does pricing work? There are no setup charges or commitments to begin using S3 Express One Zone and that's the case with some of our other storage classes as well. S3 Express One Zone charges you for storage and requests. The volume of storage build in a month is accrued based on the total storage that is used per hour and measured in gigabyte per month. So you are charged and then you are also charged a per request fee for the access based on the request type, such as puts and get, which is like 50% of S3 standard. And then you will have to pay an additional per GB fee for the portion of the request that exceeds half an MB. So speed is a great benefit when you need a job to complete faster to meet your business objective, but it can also save you costs with compute being the majority of your bill in some of the machine learning use cases. And with Express One Zone, the reduction in compute time and 50% lower request costs customers can achieve up to 60% lower total cost of ownership across their total workload. Excellent. Awesome. Are there any additional data transfer charges uh, when using this storage class within the same region? So the request charges to access data in S3 Express One Zone includes cost to transfer data within the AWS network in a region. So to answer your question, there is no additional data transfer charge for any data that is transferred between your Amazon EC2 or any other service and Express One Zone within the same region. So no data transfer costs for cross-AZ data access. Awesome. And then the other question I had, you know, we've talked about machine learning and we have other services like Amazon SageMaker, which is a managed service for machine learning. So does S3 integrate with other AWS services and which other AWS services does it integrate with? So when we're talking about this storage class to our customers, they told us that they depend on a large number of AWS services today to unlock the value from S3 for their use cases. And that remains true for S3 Express One Zone as well. So we built integration with key AWS services. So first, monitoring and automation, where you can track key storage metrics with services like CloudWatch, resource tracking activity with services like CloudTrail, as well as automating your infrastructure management with services like CloudFormation. And then in terms of security, like previous S3 storage classes, security management is like built in with services like IAM and BPC. And then to accelerate time to insights at lower cost, analytical services like EMR and Athena are supporting Express One Zone today. And like you said, machine learning is a core use case with services like Amazon SageMaker and it is enabled with Express One Zone. Because customers are going to see the biggest benefit of the fastest performance on compute costs, we have enabled native integration with key compute services like EC2, Lambda, and EKS. And to continue our focus on developer tools, we have enabled automatic performance tuning with popular developer tools like MountPoint for S3 that we launched like uh, in summer of this year, S3A Connector with Hadoop, 
PyTorch connector for S3 that was also recently launched. And then obviously the AWS CLI and SDKs. Compared to S3 standard, customers can observe real performance benefits with some of these like services. And the ones that I like to mention would be EMR, Athena, SageMaker, and MountPoint for S3. So you can actually accelerate your performance by 4x with Apache Spark queries on Amazon EMR on EC2. You can accelerate your Athena SQL queries by 2.1x. You can actually accelerate your machine learning workloads in fast file mode in Amazon SageMaker by 5.8x. With MountPoint for S3, you can actually accelerate your workloads by 6x. And these are some of the performance improvements that we kind of observed in our internal testing, but we would obviously encourage our customers to see how this turns out for their own workloads. Excellent. So that was all the different AWS services that S3 Express One Zone in- integrates with. Now, our customers use a wide range of services and partner solutions with S3. Tell us about the work your team has done to make sure that Express One Zone integrates seamlessly with these partner solutions as well. So we understand that our customers are using like a wide range of services with S3 today. And so we work closely with some of the AWS partner services to make sure that they're integrated well with Express One Zone. And they also get the performance and the cost benefits for their use cases. So customers, the key ones that I'd like to talk about are like customers use Cloudera platform to build an open data lake house to manage their cloud and on-premises data. And with Express, customers can get up to 20% improved read and write performance for their use case. Similarly, a number of S3 customers are using ClickHouse to build an open source database for their downstream real-time applications and analytics use cases. And with Express, the platform speeds for ClickHouse were sped up by 30% and they saw reduced request costs by 40%. Then Chaos Search uses an S3 native analytical database to facilitate search queries by SQL and AI analytics. And they were able to see 60% faster query time and substantial infrastructure cost savings with Express One Zone. And then for media workloads, Colorfront, which offers a media editing platform to process and deliver media for Hollywood and entertainment and internet entertainment customers, Colorfront customers can improve the performance for their digital processing workloads by 60% to deliver faster than real-time processing to transcode, decode, convert, wrap, and process files to various high-end formats. And that's not all. We would also like to thank more than 20 AWS partner services that span across analytics, machine learning, media editing, governance, and backup that support S3 Express One Zone to achieve the fastest performance for our customer workloads. That's great. I am really excited. I actually got to see the launch of S3 Express One Zone at the keynote this year. And just like Adam said, like we launched this 17 years ago and we are still pushing the boundary. We're still innovating. I'm sure customers are very excited to get their hands on this. So where can they learn more about this? We have our product page, we have a blog post, we have documentation and blog posts that have been published by our partners. We have training videos and a bunch of new stuff that's coming up. And I would also recommend our customers to check out the keynote from reInvent that you were talking about. 
S3 Express One Zone is the first launch that is covered in the keynote. Awesome. And all the pages and uh, links that you mentioned will be in the show notes. So please do check those out. Thank you, Shaki, for joining us. It was such a great pleasure to have you here. Oh, I love talking about this new storage class launch. I just love talking about it to our customers. So thank you for having me and have a great new year. Yes, absolutely. Thank you to the audience for tuning in. And as always, we like to get your feedback. There is a link in the show notes to provide the feedback. So please do that. And until next time, keep on building.